All right, welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. I've been promising it for a while to be talking about Melbourne. I know I did a lot of Melbourne in the autumn. Finally got someone to put their homework hat on, and that is Chris. So, Chris, welcome aboard, my friend. Why don't you tell people a bit about yourself? Obviously, we used to work together, but you've worked in racing and done all that sort of shit for a little while. Take it away, mate. Mate, good to be back on the podcast. It has been a while. You've been promising some Melbourne stuff for a while, so... um. But spring is that long these days that it's probably good timing. We're leading into, obviously, the Moya uh, Friday night, which is um, the first real group one instead of the shitty 1,400-metre Caulfield group ones down in Melbourne. So, um, mate, it's good to be here. I feel like Tim Payne, when he took over the um, captaincy of the Australian cricket team, you know, he was in the, the podcast is in shambles and someone has to pick up the reins and get things back on track, build the culture up again. Uh, and I've, I've put my hand up because there was no one else to do it. And here we are. Well, um, mate, it's it's not like you're foreign to racing though, right? You're not just a punter that likes racing. You've sort of done the stuff before. Uh, you and I worked at Sky and Tab together. But before that, you were a handicapper racing New South Wales. Uh, to me, that sounds rather boring. But um, tell the people what that means, mate. You're just ruining pet horses' chances, right? And giving them a bit of weight. I was a handicapper, mate, for many years. And, um, mate, it is boring, honestly. Um, people get hung up on weights, I think. Um, and everyone likes to look at handicapping from their own individual point of view, especially horse connections, owners and trainers and stuff. But it's a broad uh, discipline and it, it's it's a tough ask getting a system in place that can suit hundreds of horses in any given horse season. So um, it's the best one they've got, but... Um, and it was great for me. Like it was a great introduction into the racing industry, but people, in my opinion, get hung up on races and it's more how you treat, how you treat a horse uh, with like people, owners like having excuses, right? So it's another thing. It's another, it's another aspect of form that people like getting hung up on. It's another reason for people to want to back something or not back something. And um, at the end of the day, these things weigh, in, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, some people are very different and obviously there's big weight swings uh, in if you in terms of if you're going from 61 kilos to 53 or something, but mm. um, at the end of the day, these are 500 kilo animals, and I've always just had the view that there's other more important factors, and it, it is a factor. It does make a difference, but um, it is in it's not in my opinion the most important thing. But it was a great introduction into racing, anyways. And after that, spent some time with um. Sean Bartholomew, pe- many people in the industry will know, um, working with him and his um, wacky way of doing things, which was yeah. another um, interesting angle at this industry. And and then, yeah, more recently, it's uh, at Sky and Tabcorp, but um, don't hold any of them against me. Racing New South Wales, Tabcorp or Sean. I guess I, something probably people don't know, you know your harness pretty well. Um, harness isn't something I'm too knowledgeable on, but your old man obviously involved in it and you're one of the great harness producers at Sky. Yeah, mate. I fell into the harness producing um, through my old man's name, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, look, it's, it's, it's a good industry. Some amazing people in harness racing. It's huge in Europe and it's huge in America. So it's not going anywhere, although it doesn't have that same allure in Australia, but yeah, um, uh, yeah mate, harnesses is great. The animals are great and, the, the track biases and different things. The sectionals are more prominent, obviously, in harness racing. So it's just another thing to bet on at the end of the day. Find an edge and um, try and back some winners like anything else. 
That's right. All right. So we're going to try and uh, get together every week and smash out some Melbourne. And look, Mooney Valley is pretty exciting. I actually found out that I'm actually going to go down to Melbourne. I'm going Geelong Cup into the Friday at the Valley into the Cox Plate. Um, Stop it. Yeah, at the Valley. So I'm, so I'm doing the, I'm down there for five days. So, mate, the Geelong Cup's on the, on my bucket list. It's, um, I'm taking, um, I'm taking Cameron Mooney, old, um, Geelong cat man um he's coming down and doing some um filming with us so be a bit loose there and obviously i'm staying at the crown why not take the drive to geelong just have to have to put up with it but um How good. the ballarat cups the week after you should stay around for that <laughs> on the thursday it's apparently one of the most wild meetings down there yeah i'll take a yellow tie for the for the geelong cup and i think you've let me your white sunnies that you always wear so i'll um i'll have those arnettes ready but yeah. <laughs> I got some. I got some white snakeskin shoes that um that I borrowed from Tommy White. So yeah. you can have them too. I think I've got an SMP belt somewhere as well that I can that I can don. Um, but Mooney Valley Fridays they're pretty fun, and everyone knows that there's a good little uh, leaders bias. And whenever you whenever you lead at the Valley, at least you're going to be in the race for a very long time, right? So I know you've done the form for that. We're going to skip Mornington pretty much because it's an annoying Saturday meeting, and we'll have a look at a couple of races with Quaddy Legs from Sandown, but. You told me before that you only like four horses at Mooney Valley, so we may look at them. Um, funnily, it's the Scarborough Stakes, which is the first. And you look at a couple of horses here and they actually go all right. I mean, English Riviera, fave, $3.70. But even you've got things like Ojai, Mark Zara's riding. Uh, you got Troach. you got the two Godolphin ones. And Godolphin actually doing really well at the moment as well. They've got some stars running in Sydney as well this weekend. Queen of the Balls there, et cetera. But... Are we going odds or are we looking at uh, J-Mac who's getting a little Mooney Valley? Well, also, you like Lady Laguna is coming out of a decent Valley race um, and Bound for Home won like uh, very impressively at Corfu beating the Ojai, the, the Godolphin. Um, it's a hot little race. Yeah, it's, it's good. A, it's race two and it is like it's – it. you've no springs here, I reckon. It's a, it's a good kind of um, – it's a, it's a long lead up into spring and all of a sudden we'll, I reckon we're watching this going, all right, here we go. This is it. This is the, the A graders, you know what I mean? But um, I, the way this race is set up, I just can't see English Riviera getting beaten. She's going to, I reckon she'll get to the front. Um, I Being only 10 of them in it, I can't see the tempo being over, over the top. Um, and I just thought, the $4, which was around this afternoon was, was going to be a great way to kick off the weekend anyways. I think, yeah. So English Riviera, I expected to leave. It might, you might get a bit of, um, a bit of troach trying to piss it off up front too, as well. But I'm with you. I think good form. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And look, J-Mac is absolutely flying, especially after the weekend. I know everyone's upset. They Everyone remembers him losing on Arnold in Sydney on the weekend, but don't remember that he won five or six races as well. But all right, let's go English Riviera. Uh, race. The- How's the jockey ranks in this race at, yeah. at Mooney Valley on Tuesday night? Mark Zara, Blake Shin, Jamie Carr, Craig Williams, Declan Bates, yeah, righto. Zara. Damien Lane, James McDonald, yeah. Damien Oliver, Ben Mellum. Like, that's eight of the best 10 jockeys in the country. That's cracker, eh? Unbelievable. Bloody Shin's protest the other week shit me no end. Fuck oh, mate. I was on that. The spacewalk in the first in, yeah, at Melbourne. Yeah. And oh. no one wants to hear us gibber about that. But like, no. how does that get upheld, honestly? Yeah, mate. I'm, I'm, the, the end of uh, protests in my book, 
So a lot of the a lot of the corporates pay out on protest, but they don't really pay out on I'd bet with someone else that doesn't pay out on protest, unfortunately. It's really close to our hearts, a company, but um hurts. Uh race three, I don't know if you're gonna be going with the fave here, but it's Clemenso. Um if you remember it, Pikey rode it aboard, was aboard at last start at Rose Hill. It's a pretty short favorite. It's bloody 220, barrier seven for the Hawks. You got Snapper there, Zethus, you got some others. Nothing's really been backed though. So if you're going off market, you can pretty much ignore it except for the fave. So have you landed in fave's corner? Well, the fave comes out of that decent race um, up in Sydney, which, but it, it was a decent track that day. And I think there's a bit of rain around. So if, it does rain or it does get on a kind of sloppy side um, or the soft range, then it might be a bit of, it might have a hard time, you know? Um, yeah. I have got it marked as clearly on top, um, but I'm waiting to see what the track does and what the weather's doing. If it is, if, if it rains, like it's for, like forecast two, then I kind of going to stay away and maybe look for some value. So it's kind of it's a wait and see for, for me, but um, if 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 look if the track's dry, you want to be on it, and I reckon it wins because I reckon that race um was hot, and some of those Rose Hill horses are going to be Israel Mark going around in Sydney as well, um, and I think True State will be hard to beat. Yeah, I know. Let's wait and see what the track does. I know we we talked about four, and I think we were going to do two, three, six, and seven, but I just remember there's a horse racing in race five that um. I reckon it could be pretty special. I know it's won four from five. It's the fave, Aspora. Um, I only just remembered it was running, but that's actually a pretty cool race too. It ran a it ran a really good oh, ran a really good. It won a really good um race. Fuck, what was it two weeks ago or whatever? It won by like four lengths on a Wednesday at Sandown. A but Wednesday, it, yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a fucking cracker. So don't, no idea. Haven't looked at the race, but just remembered it. And you got horses like Rose Quartz in the front barn, New Long Command, Essa Rocker. There's some good horses going around, but. The other one you want to look at, race six, now, the JRA. Big, well, now gets a big field, a Sofra. Yeah. I don't even know how to say it. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think, Now gets yeah. a big field on a, like a metro, like a proper kind of weekend metro A-grade kind of meeting with some kind of seasoned campaigners. Um, lightly raced mare up against like some, you know, the likes of Ashford Street who have been going around in, you know, black type for the last couple of seasons. Satorial Splendor, Yulon Command, like... I don't think it's going to be running midweek anywhere. That's um, that's for sure. See how it goes. Um, JRE Cup. You are obviously a couple of another big ones here. Jay, great house. Jay Mac a water favourite for a change. Uh, Macrams there. Desert Icon. Persan. You got your Grand Promenades. You even got Sound going around. So, look, I don't know about you, but everyone knows that I don't like my distance races. This is two thousand and forty meters. We know it's a pretty important sort of uh distance at the valley uh the most important but i suck at doing any distance racing form and i'll happily tilt out to that so what do you reckon 22,040 meters group three i think the beauty about the 2040 at mooney valley is they kind of get going a long way from home so yeah true like i know a lot of the staying races have kind of been farcically run uh, down in Melbourne this season in terms of tempo, like they've been going very slowly, but at least you think like these guys will be going for it from home from the 600 and that kind of makes it like, it's not necessarily going to be that whoever lands in front and walks them is going to be the one to catch. I mean, like they still are and you still obviously get that advantage, but um, yeah, Desert Desert Icon wow, won that um, sharp little race at Mooney Valley. Yeah, last time. Out. And pre to turn 
from memory as a three-year-old leading into like the Guineas or the Derby or something, ran a really good race at the Valley last season. Um, so yeah, it could be a little hot one. I, I was staying away. If I was going to have a bet, I reckon it'd probably be Desert Icon or, you know, Great House is interesting, but you just get that, like, J-Mac yeah. just takes up too much of the market. <laughs> yeah, if J-Mac wasn't on there, you'd, you'd hate to think what horses were paying. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> a, it's, yeah, it's pretty sickening, the J-Mac factor on, it's, it's the same with anything. You'll see a Waller trainer, if that was trained by someone you didn't know, you'd be like, or a lower trainer, you're getting good odds, but... Desert Icon, um, fuck, I think I'm with you. 420, it was pretty good. The other horse you said did lead into the Guineas. I know oh, after the Guineas, but it's going to be tough to see how this goes, plays out tomorrow night. Um, I reckon it's almost like it's a long weekend, right? Like we're going to be betting in the grand final. There's r- rugby league semis. Um, obviously, the Golden Rose meeting. Like pick Wallabies. Mark, pick it. Wallabies. We'd like <laughs> to talk about rugby after the fast last week. I reckon it's a meeting Friday night. Pick your spots. Like, yeah. don't don't get too many beers after work and just bet every race. Like, yeah. Um. Obviously, obviously, the Moyer is something that's a bit, gets people's tails wagging. Right, thousand meters at the Valley. It's just a shit fight to start. Who's going to lead? Who gets there? Pretty fucking good race, in my opinion. You got Paul Lely. Four bucks, Rothfire, I've given a lot of shit to in the past and actually came out and fucking won last start, which, to be honest, I, I bag it everyone. I always call it a cat and stuff. And then you got your friends up in Queensland who get really, like, dirty about it. Yeah, Alex Nolans and et cetera. Cool um, and Gatter, don't know what to make um, make of her. Eh? I don't know. She was an absolute star going into, you know, fucking six, 12 months ago and... Don't know. Don't know what to do with that. That's at 750. Zoo style's going around generation. Quite a few people are having a little lash at Bella Nipatina. Uh, the others, who knows? They can all obviously run a good race. Malkovich is probably a good one at odds, but good race. I fucking love a thousand meters at the valley. When the field came out, I was a bit like, what is this Moya? Like, there's no star power there. Like, and I was I kind of got drawn in in a in a way into that, like, oh well. All the sprinters are in Sydney. Like yeah. Melbourne has just their sprinting ranks have been depleted. Just no one wants. Why would you have a good sprinter down there? What's the point? Because everyone's here for the Everest kind of thing. But then I started doing the form on it, and I was like, "Oh, it goes alright. Oh, actually, it's got a good record. Oh, wait, it goes alright as well. And it's an absolutely amazing race. This is a great little more. And as you as you said, like a thousand meters around that tight turning track, it's going to be fucking go for home as soon as they jump kind of thing. It's it's epic. Um, I'm like you, I kind of pan the Queenslanders when they come to Sydney and Melbourne, yeah. just because they're not as strong. Yeah. Um, I got sucked in a bit in that last Valley race, the Rothfire one a couple of weeks ago. But first thing I did in this, doing the form for this race is I pen the Queenslanders again. There's going to be a faster speed and I, there's just, they're not going to cut it. Cool and gutter. Interesting in that Valley race, we talk about the Rothfire one was crazy price and you kind of looking that first up after the, the big wet of the two-year-old um, season and going first up into the slipper and still running a right. It was, mm. like, it was always going to be too short in that yeah. valley race. But now it comes up like $10 here and then almost like gets Barry One, gets Carr, who who if anyone is going to ride Barry One and not lead, because I don't think Coolangatta will lead no, from there, lead. You, you kind of want it to be Carr. I, like all of a sudden becomes a sneaky 
bet, doesn't it? At, at yeah. double figure odds. Like, well, I think it's been it's been backed in the seven fifty, which is pretty much the only one that's been backed. And I'm, I agree with you. If you're going to have someone on it like Carr, when there's going to be a shit fight up front, because you're going to have the likes of Malkovich and uh, even Zoo Style, who are going to be up there trying to trying to get the lead pretty early. I think my roughie of the race is Malkovich. Fuck, I'll take twenty six dollars, six dollars any day of the week, but. You then look at Paul Ellie, like Paul Ellie. Um, people yarn about this horse being a fucking Everest horse, but you remember that's where I landed. And and is it going to be an Everest horse? Like, do, do good often have a spot? Like, do they have a sprinter? Like, maybe I don't know. A secret. Like, who knows? But look, I landed on Paul Ellie, and again, the J Mac factor. I reckon I'm going to bet early, uh, like today, the Savo, and at least have that you know going tomorrow night. I like the way the Inferno finished off in that race at the Valley after getting back last start. And it's it's good odds. Extremely lucky as the, the mighty Adelaide form around Calla Dream and Kalos. Again, yeah, mate, I don't know. Like, I think it's tough. I, I can't. I, I haven't really landed on one. You look at the likes of the Inferno, like you just said. You even look at uh, Bella Nipatina, which the roughie of the race was Maliva, which is fucking 50s or 60s. Just ran second to it. Understand it's a heavy, whatever it was, a pretty heavy track then. But I wouldn't be surprised at a bunch of these. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bag out Rothfire again just because I like doing it, and everyone gets the shits with it. But I don't know, Bella Nipper. The only one that can't win is September Run. Who? Oh, please, and then it just, just it'll come out. The first up factor. You just its last win it. was Mooney Valley. Group one as well. And ran a good third in the Sangster to Snapdancer. But first up, voila, you just, no thanks. And Snapdancer's running in the Everest. So, look, it's going to be a bloody, bloody hard one. So, you've landed on Paul Lely. I'm going Paul Lely. I'm sneaking in something. I'm including Kulangata in the Cordy. Maybe a saver on Kulangata. Exotics, I'm chucking in the Inferno. And something like Malkovich. Right. Um, and I'm staying away from the Queenslanders. My, I'm going Paul Elliott and Malkovich. I'll land on, I'll land on two as well. All right. Uh, so Mooney Valley, good. And yes, then the night time, waiting to the last. The last, yeah, exactly right. What time does it last go? About fucking quarter to ten. Kiss yeah, on all four yeah. cheeks as well. Yeah, That'll be mate, a cracker. Flying. That'll be a cracker. WA form. Yeah. Well, mate, my best bet of the night is the horse kiss on all four cheeks beat last start. At Flemington, Lady of Honor, rock hard fit now. Um, gonna get a nice run in transit, smaller field, and there yeah. was a lot of merit in that run where Kiss on All Four Cheeks beat it. They went out quite quick. It, it did all the work up in front. Now kind of gets an easier run. Probably gonna get a bit of cover. Give me the five fifty all day. Okay, I thought Kiss on All Four Cheeks was real tough last start. I thought it was a really good win. Um, all right, that it was, it was a great win, but got that tempo help, which isn't going to be, it's not going to get on tomorrow night, and he's going to have to come from the back of the field or from towards the back of the field, around that around the valley. So too short, like yeah, I'm not taking two forty. I'm just taking. You want to take two forty for it? No way. No, I'm not taking two forty. Just if if all the merit for, is with um, Lady of Honor, how's it going to? Overcome Lady Vonna like it did at Flemington. Hayes boys going all right too, aren't they? All right, Mooney Valley. Uh, let's go to Sandown. Uh, obviously, we're missing Saturday. We'll go straight to the quaddy legs at Sandown on Sunday. Another good day. Uh, race six, the Jim Maloney. We got the favorite in Waltz on by. We got horses like Russian Conquest, Revolutionary Miss. You know, what else we got at odds? 
there's some, I think the most popular is probably the fave. I mean, Walt's on by Nolan. He's not one of mine, to be honest, but some people love him. Russian conquest is going around wherever you landed. Mate, the Nolan and Moody combo. Are you, are you bagging out? I just don't like, yeah. Who do you think? Mate, it's a great race. Love three-year-old fillies racing, especially at Sandown, which is going to be an interesting track. Like, there's, it's a big field. The tempo going to be on. I've landed on a horse called A Clarity for yep. Blake McDougall. Really like its run in the Flemington race um, where a bunch of the guys, a bunch of the horses that won that race came from the back of the field. Clarity was sat about fourth or fifth. And on that kind of hard speed, did a lot of work, presented around the corner, and really there was a lot of merit in the run. And then was decent enough late, rising up to the 1400, which will suit that because, you know, those guys that needed that fast tempo to hit the line strongly in that Flemington race, you know, Clarity's not going to have to do go as hard here. And it's going to suit her, I think, going to get a nice run. Um, and, yeah, double figure odds again. So that's right. I think it's landed. Yeah. And I reckon, I reckon Blake McDougall's a freak. I reckon he's a fucking cracker jockey. Flying. All right, 11 bucks. Good work there. Look, main race. Oh, oh, I had to say main race. The Underwood going around with six horses again. Disappointing. We got Zaki going around 250. Obviously, didn't run against Animo last start. We got I'm Thunderstruck. I reckon it's a fucking star. Huge win last start. Somehow got there right on the line. Alligator blood. Unlucky then. Mr. Brightside, flying as well. And you got the roughies in Mohunga and Nonconformist. I thought Nonconformist would have gone around at the Valley, but obviously opted for this. Uh, question here. So we got Zaki at 250. We got Alligator Blood at 750. Who's going to get the lead? Who's going to be up front? Alligator Blood is leading this race. If yep. Zaki, well, Zaki will sit outside and there's only six of them. So they're going to go slow, which is fine for Zaki. But that run, okay. I'm Thunderstruck was huge, and that was an amazing freakish win, and that was epic. So but was Alligator Blood. But Alligator Blood led the race, yeah. so has that merit there. Gets beaten a whisker, steps up to 1,800, which will suit. Um, Best I mean, leader I'm, job. I love, I love I'm Thunderstruck, and I'm not bagging, but he's going to have to be freakish again to hit the line with that strength, you know, off this. It's going to be a slow tempo. And then, Zaki, do, do you want to take – the shorts from sitting outside the lead in the hardest position and then going to be have to ask to sprint when it hasn't had that run in three weeks and, and it doesn't have the necessarily residual fitness over that 1800 meters. Like I reckon they've, they would how what price Zaki, if it goes in the animo race the other day where they walk. Uh, Zaki would have won that in my opinion, the way, the way, it, the way it was run, I think it would have led, it would have kicked away. And the fact that hinged got so close, I think, I think Zaki would have won. Um, but I don't know. I see those four horses. I can't land on one. Do you know what I mean? It's like four bucks, yeah. three bucks, seven fifty, two fifty. You know don't what? Know. We haven't even mentioned Mr. Brightside, who since that Doncaster win has just been super impressive. Yeah. One, one the, two. The PJ Lawrence, my, the 1,400-meter group ones at Caulfield, which we all love. And then um, the Valley race didn't have to do anything. There was five of them, and it walked, and then just had to sprint home. But um, we haven't even mentioned him like he, he, he's flying as well look i'm with alligator blood just because of the price and just because i think it just gets that easy lead and i'm if you are going to give me nine dollars to see if it can is fitter and can out sprint zaki when zaki has got to step up to 800 meters after three weeks off and has bigger goals in mind 
in a few weeks, I'm with the, I'm with the blood. I'm gonna go with thunder. I'm gonna go with thunder. Um, but I'm scary. Comes Mr. over the top and blows me out of the water. And no, do you know what I mean? Like I, I have I, and I can't put a line through Mr. Brightside. I have no idea. So I find the race fucking really hard. So all right, two more fly through them. We've got a couple of minutes. Uh, the Sandown Stakes. Uh, the fave is. What are we at? Three ninety now for pinstripes. We got four bucks for Dragon Leap, so they're pretty much equal favourites. And then we've got pretty much double figures odds for others. Gentleman Roy's obviously going around. That's the other Hayes horse, so they might go bang bang with uh, Mister Brightside and Gentleman Roy. Who knows? Gentleman Roy won a stack of races last uh, last campaign. So Sandown Stakes, where you at? Mate, epic race again. Um, and you're not even mentioning, you didn't even mention Cinewan and Lightsaber, horses that have been racing in really strong races and coming back down to, you know, a, not it's still a very strong race, but a sandown race. Um, look, I, I found a bit of value in El Rocco, which is interesting. Bottom weight, ran against Scalapini and Pinstriped last start out at Flemington um, and was like really solid into the line. Um think it's going to be a decent tempo and like there's it's not like i'm filled with confidence here but i just thought it's worth a, a dart throw um military expert also probably the other one to beat for me just because that valley win was so impressive um yeah confidence is low really good race could literally take five or six of them um yeah just thought i'd take the odds and i'll be including a bunch of them in the quaddy Okay. All right. What do we got? We got two minutes to wrap up. We got the last Ayrton going around at 420, but I wish I win is going around. Obviously didn't run last start. I think it's bloody good horse. Luke Nolan, Moody factor again. I reckon it's a winner. I'm with you. I feel yeah. like an idiot. And I just feel like every man and his dog's going to get sucked in because they wanted to back it last week, didn't get the run. And now we're going to take the shorts about it here, but I'm going to do it. I know I'm going to do it. I'm going to have a bunch out. of beers Sunday Arvo. It's going to be a long weekend and I'm just going to go, yeah, why not, eh? Stand it out. But the thing, I also look at Luke Nolan and go, oh, he's not one of mine. Um, Mate, Moody and Nolan. I know, bro. I know, I know. All right. We got Sandown, Mornington, who cares? Maybe watch a bit of the Rose Hill and Golden Rose and that sort of stuff. But even that meeting doesn't get me fucking stoked. So we got Epsom and shit the following week, and that's where it all starts getting pumped up for. Um, best at Sandown, thoughts? Are you going to go the one at odds? Nah, look, best at Sandown. I'm going to go Alligator Blood. Okay. And the Valley? Best at the Valley is in the last Lady of Honor. Lady of Honor. Wins. All right. All right. Thanks, mate. You join me again next week. Pleasure for having you on, mate. Mate, it's a long spring. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it.